All right, we are live with Brother D. Dang. Yes, sir. I've already gotten 25 messages. Where are you at? You're late. <laughs> Stuff uh. takes time. Can't rush art. Uh, can't rush art. Can't rush. Can't rush tech setups. That's from a movie, and I don't remember what it's from. Oh yeah, it's from Toy Story Two. Can't rush art. All right, let me pull all this crap up. I gotta go live and do all this rigor and mortar shit. Awesome. How you been, brother? I've been good, man. Busy, like just crazy trying to um, get everything organized. I leave soon, as I told you, I leave soon as well. Where are you going? Um, actually, let me let me see if I uh, let me see if I can kill some apps. And if that helps with the whole with the whole blurriness. Yeah, I look good. You always look good, bro. I know. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. Good. <laughs> it's right. that way. Yeah. I used to be a fat mofo. In uh, high school, I was really overweight. Me too. Really? Yeah. People were mean, yeah. so I had to. I had. Uh, I had to lose it to get in the army, and people were so mean. I just. It's amazing how people are, especially nowadays. It's probably way worse because I'm so old. You know. Who's laughing now? Yeah. <laughs> people can be yeah, mean, man, no, especially I'm, I'm, kids. Oh yeah, kids are kids are kids are awful. Yeah, you know, I know that was, we're, 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 we're both like super blurry. I don't know what's going on. I'm on hardwire. So, I mean, Can you hear us okay? Maybe your maybe your internet's slow, Nicholas. <laughs> maybe it's you, bro. I mean, I'm gonna do a speed test. I'm hitting 60, 70 down. 80 down. See what my uploads are. All right, wait for a couple more people to come in here. If you have any questions, sure. drop uh, them below. Yeah, I mean, I don't think. Anyway, it's I'm. Um, Where are you going? Yeah, yeah. we're headed over. We're, we're headed over to. We're over to Disney World, and then after that, we're going to New York for a bit. Take the fam out for a vacay. It's going to be awesome. In Florida? Yeah, I got like I got like yeah, Florida. I've got like. Huh. I've got 60 down. 65 down 70 nice i'm 87 down 102 up so ain't nothing i can do about it damn 102 up yeah <laughs> yeah holy shit i know it's crazy my ups are better than my downs 102 up man if you were like a if you're like a, <laughs> a video editor you'd be just blazing through shit just be like upload I just ordered that. Uh, do you see the new Mac? You probably, I guess you don't know because you didn't even know the new AirPods came out. The new MacBook Pro came out today too. No, I haven't seen that. It's sexy it's, or what? Yeah, it's. I got sixty-four RAM gigs of RAM in that thing. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's go yeah, ahead and. Cool. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's a service. I've never had problems before, but. Yeah, man. So how how are you guys doing fourth quarter? Are you guys starting to get busy now? 
planning and everything? Oh man, yeah, we start we started to get busy like a while ago just with uh, just with planning, um, and then now it's just starting to roll roll everything through. Um, yeah, it's good, it's good. And one like one of our, like pre hell, what was it like just this week? I think on Monday or over last weekend, a few of our clients were having like um, their first a few of our like newer clients coming through. Uh, had their first five figure days, high five figure. Mm. So that was, I think that got them really excited. And that's like, oh, it's not even Black Friday and we're already starting to see some of the results. We're like, yeah, well, so what happens when you invest in uh, in Messenger and a few other things, you know, to, to start getting cold traffic through. What about you? Yeah. Uh, are, yeah. I mean, we're starting to, starting to, tomorrow we're starting for a few brands of VIP sales. So we're starting Black Friday early this year to try and, my philosophy, oh, is, yeah. you know, is everyone, everyone looks for all these sales. So the sooner you can hit them and let them spend their money with you, the better off you're going to be. So we're starting tomorrow with a lot of people for anyone that's purchased before. We're going to like do custom audience campaigns on Facebook and then do email stuff to try and get them to spend their money before they run out type of a thing. Yeah. So, and then we always start our, our non-customer based stuff like a week before usually. So, mm-hmm. But I mean, you guys have way more clients than what we have. So how do you, how do you, how does your flow go for something like that with, with Black Friday, with the sheer amount of clients it's, that you have in staff? It's, it's literally, uh, it's literally like, uh, whoa, you just completely went like blurry. Hmm. Like your, your video is not even there. Really? I see yeah. on my end. I'm just seeing. I'm just seeing your uh, your like little profile photo thing. Maybe they're having some service issues. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Um. Anyway, from 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 our end, it really just comes down to having, uh, having the team. You know, each each of our strategists go off to their clients and have conversations around. It's funny, like some of our clients adamantly are like, "Nope, we're not." partaking in black friday we're not a discount brand we're like really fuck okay okay if you all right <laughs> shit you know you can only push so much like a, a really small handful I'm, I'm talking about like less than uh less than less than i can count with one hand um number of clients are just can like you, you, know, share, be... you, you can't share the brand can you no i can't unfortunately yeah but, uh, i mean are they that level because like they, they, they get, the only companies i probably don't but, know the only companies I probably didn't know that don't do Black Friday would be the companies like Gucci and Louis Vuitton, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and they, you know, like some of these clients, they legit think that they're they're like luxury Gucci and Louis Vuitton. And I'm like, okay, man, if you uh, you think if you think you're that level, <laughs> no one's gonna be no one's gonna be able to tell you otherwise. So we ain't gonna push because uh, right. they, they they're like we we won't drop a cent. We will never do this. We'll never do that. That just goes against complete guidelines. We're like, all right, Mr. Big Time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Did you see that post? So that was kind of my, my philosophy of that post. It's funny you say that. I had a post out there a couple weeks ago. Did you see that about how did in, in 12 minutes a brand that we use, they did like a big uh, early sale. Um, they did $130,000 from one email in 12 minutes. Yeah, nice. I mean, I don't know why like sales can grow. Like if you're so set on like 
LTV and building like long-time customer value, sales are so powerful for bringing customers in that if your product is that good, they're going to reorder. Um, you know, yeah. I don't understand. I don't understand why people wouldn't want to run sales. I just don't get it. For sure. Exactly. And admittedly though, a lot of those types of clients come from retail. So where they think like, oh, you know, everyone is going cheaper. It comes from such a brick and mortar uh, retail. I don't want to be seen. Yeah, I don't want to be seen in that discount. Uh, uh, it's, I don't want my goods to be seen in that discount bin where everyone's just like rummaging through and picking out a T-shirt, throwing up against their husband and be like, all right, just turn around mm -hmm. and put this on. Next one yeah. type of mindset, which is so weird because I mean, I just want to shake him and be like, fool, this is the internet. Yeah. I mean, even Apple Apple runs sales on Black Friday. For sure. You know, it's time to it's time to capitalize. And the but you know, you can show them the results, you can tell them whatever. Anyway, so that that's the that's the no bucket type clients. And then the other ones, it just comes down to helping them manage uh, helping our clients have the conversations around managing their inventory what offers yep. they want to run, uh, how long they want to run the offer for. Like we have, we have one client that's got like literally a tiered product. Cause they, they, I mean, they're, they're, um, they're working up towards, um, uh, a few, a few product drops at the same time. They're releasing new, a new range during mm -hmm. the seat during this month. So it's, it's literally the, the founder is going to go on Facebook live every day or every second day and just talk about their products, talk about what's happening, build up an audience, do some giveaways, each Facebook live, and then just build an audience that way. Messenger bought the hell out of it. Uh, but we're, we're doing unique sales each. We've been doing unique sales each week. I think like th since three weeks out mm -hmm. up until, up until black Friday and then black Friday, you know, we've got a, most of our clients, we recommend that they do a VIP list unique to the VIP list only yep. um, type sale. And then after that, open it up to everyone else just so that, you know, um, their most loyal customers get, get some extra love too. Are you guys seeing any dips right now with Black Friday on the corner? Not just yet, mainly because a lot of, uh, and uh, sorry, let me, let me rephrase that. Uh, definitely not any, um, any big red flag unexpected dips because for a lot of the clients the the conversation now becomes hey so you know we've got the evergreen stuff going but at the same time we want to make sure we're list building mm -hmm. prep until black friday as black well friday. prepping for it yeah exactly so a lot of a lot so, of teasing campaigns how how big is then, black friday oh, in australia is it pretty big yeah it's getting it's getting bigger it's so funny because it seems like Australia and certain parts of uh, certain other parts of the world as well, um, they're starting to just adopt whatever shopping holiday comes out of anywhere big in the world. So they, not only mm -hmm. are they doing Black Friday, they're also doing Singles Day. So uh, 11 November, 11 11. <laughs> I didn't even never, hear it. Never that. heard I of thought, it, right? No. Yeah. Most most people would have never heard of it. It's a really really big, uh, it's a really really big shopping holiday in in China that came out of China Singles Day. Like <laughs> I think, 
Alibaba reported something like 300 billion. It's bigger than Black 30? Friday in the U.S. apparently or something. Well, I mean, hell, all of China is buying on that one day. <laughs> how big is China? I don't even know. How many, I don't even know how big the population is in China. How big is it? Let's uh, let's let's ask Google for the for the official count. Google one point one point three six billion. Oh yeah! Uh, wow. One point three six billion people. Uh, Alibaba. Singles how big is the U.S.? One hundred million. Twenty nineteen. Oh, sorry. Thirty-eight billion was a uh, thirty-eight billion dollars. Alibaba singles day sales tops thirty-eight billion dollars. What's Black Friday then? Oh, under the U.S. Black Friday sales. Twenty eighteen Black Friday revenue. We have a when we're doing this. I have a question. So we have one client in Australia. You might be watching this. He's down from like, oh, seven and a half, eight row ads to five, five and a half. You know, yep. we're spending five, six, seven, eight hundred a day. Uh, I mean, get the, get, I love the guy's brother. He's just flipping out, losing his mind, you know, and we've tried everything. Part of my thought process is, and, you know, I don't run a lot right. in Australia, so it, it, it's got to be seasonality and people holding off for Black Friday is like my only solution because, I mean, They've literally tried everything to revive it and they can't get, you know, which granted five, six X is pretty good row as anyway, you know, but he's dead set on that seven oh, and yeah. a half, eight. So what do you, I mean, do you guys see, you haven't like for your Australian specific clients, have you seen any slowdown or any, cause we're not seeing high CPMs. Our CTRs aren't really differing. It's just people aren't buying, you know? So it's either traffic sucks that Facebook sending or people are holding, you know, holding still. Yeah, we've got, to my knowledge, and we just ran through, uh, we just ran through a review earlier in the week. Um, no slowdowns, to my knowledge. Really? Yeah, hmm. but, but but then again, I mean, uh, no slowdowns. That, that that by by that I mean, if there if there are any slowdowns, because for me, at my view, it only triggers. If our strategist goes, well, the target is here that we've set with our client for this month or this quarter, and we're yeah. under here, and that's that's when we're, we that's when you know uh, we have to jump in and review. But if if so if if they've had that conversation with a client and they are the client and and my our, my strategist is saying, all right, let's bring it down to here in preparation for Black Friday. Let's loosen up some of the ROAS restrictions so that we can acquire a lot more um warm up a lot more audiences and bring them as quickly and as many as possible to that to high consideration phase mm -hmm. um then let's do that so but nothing unexpected nothing that that's triggering our like you know internal review because we've got our right. own like every week we have our uh our head of department stand up and we just go through which ones are sticking what out. do you what do you use for all your media buyers do you use like one dashboard with like google data studio to see that is that what you're using to no be able to so watch all your what, accounts what we what we do is uh, a really simple question it's it's literally like uh at the very first instance it's every week an asana form goes out um our strategists go just fill it in and it just goes uh our kpis hit or not if KPIs are hit, then fine. And then the next question is, you know, how many of our clients are in red zone, amber zone, green zone? 
So if KPIs are hit and it's red zone, then we know that it might be like a relationship issue, might be some other issue, right? But mm -hmm. if it's KPI not if it's KPI not hit and we're in the amber zone, then we're like, okay, well, that's when we start digging into numbers. Instead of Got rather it. than just like look at real big numbers, it's just every week we have that conversation. Uh, and mm -hmm. it allows our, our strategists also to, to have that that their own share of voice and be like, well, I clicked, I clicked KPIs hit, we're in green, and then there's always a comments box underneath where they're just like, and this is why. And you know, clients super excited. In fact, next week we're gonna double budgets. Uh, we're already talking about getting more inventory or they're getting Atlanta credit or so mm -hmm. you know, it really helps them comment on uh the the quality the relationship that they're driving with their clients i actually like that idea Which, actually yeah i i love i love that a lot because it, it it puts a lot more back on them we still have the numbers of course we still want to be able to go to dashboards uh but at the end of the day at least every week it, i mean you know like it's like it, it's like any uh any beat cop at the end of at the end of patrol they they gotta fill in some paperwork or if there's an incident there's some paperwork to be filled out <laughs> I don't have to. I'm a reserve. I just I go ride and I go home. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, that's even better. It is. That's ex that's exactly ride. like a that's exactly like freelance uh, media buyers. I don't <laughs> got to fill in no paperwork. I just go in, and get the row ass, get out, hit the yeah. target CPA. I'm done. <laughs> uh, what do you? I actually really like that idea of sending out a weekly thing for each uh, each thing. So do you guys use? Do your clients get report? Like, what do you use for client reporting? Data Studio. Uh, oh, for client reporting, um, we we use a. Um, don't don't say data. What, what did we? No, 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 no. Um, fuck, what's the name of that company? It looks pretty, but but fuck me, it's expensive. Uh, shit, what do we use? Fuck, where's Beck when I need her? So if you tell me what it, what we use, I was the one that. We fucking put I'm surprised it you there. don't use Google Data Studio. We do that for uh, we do that for just like if you want to. Each client has their own, so if they want to check in to see their ecom numbers and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, but we use I bet I damn it, I forget it. what it is. It's just it's just pretty. It's just a pretty like thing, super easy. They get sent it report out. Report Garden comes in like no, no. We used to use Report Garden. And then we moved over to this one. That data, the grow.com um, is I know grow.com is really expensive. Um, I think. But yeah, the the whole what we're trying to get to. I mean, it, put it this way, right? I think we had a conversation a while ago. I think it might might have been our first live together uh, where we had that conversation with between like Supermetrics and Funnel IO. Mm -hmm. uh and and why choose one versus the other even internally we're we're still debating one versus the other we're, we're I remember that conversation for, why why choose one for both what's the difference i've never used funnel um, funnel io has a few more integrations like they can go straight into shopify and pull up shopify numbers so you can actually build a full like a proper uh from one integration spot you can start pulling in numbers Mm -hmm. As opposed to having to go through too many. Data Studio uh, doesn't integrate in Data Studio doesn't integrate into Shopify. Not at the I don't think at the level that Funnel can. I forget what Funnel allows you to to have, oh, and, and then also like 
Yeah. yeah that, data studio out, data studio straight out of the box doesn't doesn't play nice with most like shopify woo and you yeah. know most of those other ones anyhow so you you do need some type of data connector um sas tool to play with yeah uh, I, I remember looking at funnel.io but it's just so much more expensive than uh i mean it was like the price of a year for a month for funnel.io versus a data studio Yo, what? Well, yeah. I mean, like, wait, super, as, as in, like, su as in Supermetrics? Yeah, I mean, Funnel.io. If you do three hundred thousand monthly spend, unlimited sources is eight hundred a month. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's. Ex I mean, I think I pay like a grand for Data Studio, but most of our clients don't even look at it anyway. It's like talking to a wall. Yeah, yeah, that, but that, that, and that's exactly it. Like they need such a simple, 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 simple report. Uh, and that, cause you know, like fucking other agency owners hit me up and they're like, Hey man, I want to build this like super cool thing, send it to my clients and then they'll like love it. And I'm like, <laughs> no, they won't. You no one, one, no, they won't like that. That's just like for you to jerk off on your own, like ability to have some super sexy, minority report like thing like that's only for your own self gratification and three you don't want to be opening cans of worms with clients that don't understand what might be going on like right. give them the numbers you know explain stuff to them do it on a call like don't get fancy with it um yeah it, it pfft, shit yeah, we don't um, have any clients that use them. They just still call us and ask for like, hey, has the CPM gone up? And I'm just like, yeah, do you, you have a fucking report? Just go to it. Like, <laughs> totally. Yeah, totally. That's exactly it. Uh, uh, but uh, it's not a bad, it's not a bad thing that they're coming to us, right? Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> a couple questions. Here I we go. Some, yeah, I, I see some questions already. Nick Hart. Are we in gold? Yeah. yeah, we're in all three. Yeah. Am I okay. going to the mastermind after I win the contest? No, because you're losing. You better step it up, bro. Uh, how do you retarget those <laughs> who have add to cart but not purchase? Who have you already targeted every which way? How do you target those who have add to cart but not purchase? Exclusion uh, audiences, bro. Yeah, we do. We do like uh, depending on the level of spend, we'll do like one day add to cart, one day purchase separate audiences, two to three day add to cart, two to three day um, view product, and we'll do all the way that out. Typically, like we only get KPIs to back out usually like seven to 14 days. And then we'll just lump some like a small budget into just a bigger pool. But that's what we do. We yeah. just exclude. Yeah, it's like seven. So seven. Exactly. Like, seven, you know, how do you retarget those who have add to cart, but no purchase who you've already targeted every which way I just squeeze every last drop of milk out of the cow. But exactly that, Nick. I mean, Nick was like, you know, Justin kind of hit it on the head. It's exactly the uh, just having your um, having your exclusionary audiences in there, making sure that you're then playing with the playing with the days as well. Yeah. Whether it is a a seven day a seven day view through, or, or you know, a seven day in the past window, etc. That's the best. That's the best way to do it. And then also yeah. just to like, we've got a list. Uh, actually, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make Scott, my co-founder Scott, just just put out the the list in our. Um, I saw that the 2018. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had that emailed to me like five times. Are you guys doing this? Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I, I swear to God, dude. I can show you pictures. All my clients just, have said that to me. One is from Mexico. causing people more work. Yeah, he's like, are you guys doing this? And it's like, come on now. <laughs> oh, shit. That's so funny. It's funny because yeah. you, you never – you never think about all the ways that that you're, you know, like you never think about all the, the different ways your content impacts other people. You think, you know, in my mind, it would be like content drop, okay, and then people go in and do stuff, and then you don't think about the the content drop, okay. Well, clients are just gonna start hounding their agencies and be like, "You guys doing this? You guys on top of this or what?" I saw this yeah. other guy do this. I saw this other guy talk about this thing on. Literally, I think between last night and today already, I've gotten like that thing three times. Uh, oh, one shit, other thing, Nicholas, great. what you can do on that is you can actually like export your customer list for all time and you can, um, exclude that. And then what you can do is if, if the client really like is pretty easy to work with, you can run deeper discounts for those that have never purchased, but maybe have seen your ad X amount of times or have been in your, you know, have, have gone 60 days by and seen your ad 10 times and haven't purchased, and then you can run them a steeper discount. And my philosophy is even if the client breaks even on that first purchase, then you're golden because if they have a good LTV or a good repeat purchase, you know that they're going to be profitable. Uh, so that's another yeah. thing that we've done that works pretty good. Uh, if you're in, if you're in platinum, go look for my, this was like, a, is this just like a 2018 video possibly even go look for my customer lifetime value calculator thing, um, yeah. which, cause the thing is like Nicholas, like if you, uh, if you take that calculator and you export your shop, your, your lifetime Shopify list and import that into, um, into that Google sheet, what you can then do is actually apply the RFM model, which is rec recency frequency and monetary value, which is a, it's, isn't a model that I made up. It's, it's shit that like, you know, that's what the that's what the data science team at like Nike and those guys do. I just like stole it from them. Um, it's a it's a it's a really common model. But anyway, you can take that and what it what the um, you can actually start to prioritize your shopper list to then go. This bucket of people are my A lister. They've come back multiple times. They spend big each time, etc. That becomes one list that then you can start doing cool shit with. And then you can start like just basically segmenting people go like, here's a, here's a, a like a, I don't know, like a, a chance in hell uh, list that of, of people that they, they've come back once or twice, don't really spend real big, but I think I can pull them back. You know, that's how you squeeze every single drop. You start, got to start looking at, at shopper, um, shopper data, start looking at your, your list, what you can do there. But because of that CLTV spreadsheet, you can start to actually do those things because as you're exporting your shopper list, you also have the emails in there as well. So you can do it on the email marketing side and you can do it on the, um, on the retargeting side as well. Hmm. Um, yeah. I use that. I use that thing. It's uh, pretty, pretty sweet. Yes. Yeah, it's a lot of work to figure that out, but I, I started using, um, an ad leaks members get a discount, but we use, a. Uh, I can't remember the fucking name of it. Wicked Report. <laughs> and we, oh, yeah. uh, nice. they give you the LTV, like, because they import everything from Shopify and Clavio and everything. So it's kind of nice because they just give you the LTV right there. Um, 
So like I had a client, a yeah. client yesterday asking, Hey, what's our LTV and what's our cost per acquisition? And it's like, sweet, go pull this year's revenue spend divided by the purchases, take the, uh, LTV, you know, we are at 60, 70 bucks a purchase LTVs at 392, you're golden. You're making, you know, a couple hundred bucks per acquisition per customer over the lifetime. For sure. Absolutely. And, and the, the, and you can average that out. And you know, the, the other part just comes down to then for those that want to get like super sophisticated, uh, anyone that wants to get really geeky, just like Google this guy named Peter Fader, F A D E R. Um, I think he, he's a, he's a data scientist. Um, I think the talk that I, the talk that I watched was, um, him delivering a talk at, I, I'm pretty sure it was Stanford, if not Harvard. Um, his, his, so his data shop, if I'm not wrong, got, um, hired by Nike to start looking at their numbers and you start, you start looking at the way they do customer lifetime value at their level. It is next level shit, scatter graphs and all types of, um, all types of information to be able to then figure out what is that, what, what is the lifetime that, that, that we're actually talking about. Cause you can do 12 month LTV, you can do two year LTV, or you can do like actual, this is what a lifetime averages out to be because our brand has been around for decades. There is enough of a sample size to be able to go like a Nike customer sticks around for this long and throughout their lifetime, they make these, these amounts of purchases. Yep. Um, sure. I saw some other, oh wait, I got to go into the video and then yeah, it's hard to find. here's another good question is, and I, I, I'd be interested to know about this for you. What percentage of clients want to be in the kitchen versus just letting them do with, do whatever with ads and creative. Like for you guys, do you guys handle most of your creative or do you just run ads? So we do, let me, let me just jump into the, uh, sorry. What did I do? I do the continue. No, I want this one. Um, we, Oh, this is a good question next. Oh, okay. There we go. Um, so we do, we take the client. So for most of the clients, we take, uh, whatever they film mm -hmm. and then we've got it. So we've got a, we've got a creative chop shop in house. So we just, chop stuff up and purpose them for whatever, whether it's evergreen, whether it's a campaign coming up, et cetera. Um, we don't have an internal studio yet. Something that I am super jazzed about uh, setting up next year. Cause I, fuck, I come from that background. I just can't wait to get back on the tools again and actually like, you know, fuck around with some video cameras and light boxes and go out there and shoot film like models doing cool stuff. Um, but we do have, yeah. Uh, but we do we do have the clients that definitely want to be in the kitchen. Uh, like 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 you know the ones that the ones that want a discount also the ones that didn't want a discount. Uh, that that one particular one also does not like us to. Um, they they want full control over their creative. Uh, it's really interesting. I, I think because of the fact that they come from a. Uh, they come from professionally i mean career wise they come from a background of they themselves working with bigger brands before they were entrepreneurs so as, as marketers within like i think one of their co-founders is ex ogilvy or ex sachi sachi um so 
it, it just comes down to that type of uh, hygiene that they're used to seeing with the brand. And so they have to okay everything. They want to be in there in the kitchen, making sure everything goes out in a certain way. Uh, we have another client like that. And this one, this one, this one's really unfortunate. She only just started off with us. Um, and, you know, we, we have, we had one piece of creative that the, our, our team created. Um, and it's, it, it's very like, it's very driven for social, very like Buzzfeed style cutting. Mm -hmm. Uh, and she just straight up dis disapproved it, even though it's the highest return, um, best spending piece of creative that was bringing back like, I think consistently five X uh, return on ad spend. But she was just like, no, this doesn't represent my brand. I don't like this at all. I'm like, I don't know, does, does your bank account represent your brand? Because <laughs> cash flow is kind of fun. Yeah. Right, and it, and it wasn't. It wasn't like it wasn't distasteful. It wasn't. Um, it wasn't clickbaity. It it wasn't cheat. You know, like it wasn't cheesy. It was just purpose for social. It didn't look like a TV commercial, and for them, it was like, oh, but it has to look like you know, magazine editorial style. And I'm just yeah, that like, shit usually converts better, like you said. You know, it's we had an yeah, ad for that, sure. We, we had an ad that we linked to the wrong collection. It was like I don't know, like a mattress ad going to like just the homepage talked about mattresses. I think might even went to like a bed frames thing, but it was actually literally like the best converting ad, even though they didn't land on the, the, the right spot. Yeah. Which is funny, you know, and it's like, yeah, we can shut it off. It was a mistake, but it's literally pulling in your best row as the, um, maybe, maybe, maybe you need to drop the mistake method. Yeah. Here's a really good question. This is like a whole live. What is your source of truth? And we're actually dealing with this problem now, but what is your source of truth when looking at performance slash attribution when dealing with multi-channel? Yeah, that's a, that's a, that is a really interesting one. I actually did. So I have an internal training that I, I do for this. Um, we, the philosophy that I apply is that, and this is me putting it like, you know, way, way back when I was like a, marketing marketing consultant um it it, it I, I applied the uh we have to keep our at the end of the day you have to keep your eyes on the scoreboard rather than the players so you know like if you're running a brand uh or if you're you know like head of market certain brand you're looking at marketing spend as a percentage of overall revenue right that's those are the types of conversations you have with the you have with the with the with your boss with the CEO, with the president, whatever it might be. So at the end of the day, what, what I'm trying to say here is uh, we, I, we, I then look like the different platforms and channels as uh, just the players on the court. Right. One does the assist, one scores, but one, one might be the one that, that has the first touch and then the, the user goes off to multiple different places, uh, then completely forgets about you and then sees something and gets retargeted on Facebook and then converts there yeah. Like it, it makes the source of truth. I think you we 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 spoke about this uh, possibly the last time as well, where you were looking at uh, Wicked, and it was like, sweet, Dude, you're looking at the report, but then, yeah, it, it it starts becoming you start getting so obsessed about that single source of truth that you're missing the scoreboard. You're yep. so you're so obsessed about who's who's actually scoring 
and you're trying to slice and dice and spend so much time and so much effort there, you lose sight of the overall game. Yep. And whether you're ahead in the game or not, you you're so you know, you're just looking at the players. So that's yeah, a really tough one. Yeah, there's even issues like so we use Wicked for some clients. Uh well, the one client that we use Wicked for, like he is trying to compare Wicked to Facebook. And he's like, it doesn't match. And it's like, well, dude, it's not gonna match. Like, there's yeah. no possible way. Facebook is last click. Wicked is whatever you want it to be out of all of your different sources. Like it's it can't match. So he's like dead set on these numbers having to be exact. And we have conversations about it every single week. And I and like my, my answer to him is if somebody could figure out a way or like invent a software that could basically do full attribution to every different attribution model and be somewhat accurate because you start taking into effect ad blockers, Safari's cookie blocking, Firefox's oh, yeah. privacy stuff. Like there is nothing out there that's going to be any which way accurate. It's just by looking at, you know, I don't even honestly look at analytics anymore for any revenue stuff because everything gets put into direct. You know, if you go in and you I just add UTM sources and do like Facebook CPC and set up an acquisition source for it, most of the revenue doesn't go in there because it's not last click to that source. So yeah. It's really hard when you have growing brands to really figure that out. We have started playing with, and Leilani's kind of been playing with this a lot, but I actually just finally got access. And here's a question for you really quick. Do you have any clients that are on Analytics 360 or no? No. No, okay. So they do actually have like Analytics has the attribution. Have you played with that at all? It's always been mm -hmm. in beta and I've never gotten access to it. Well, I finally just got access to it and I set it up. But the numbers actually with Facebook's attribution and to analytics attribution, like Facebook's attribution to me actually is starting to look the most accurate from what I can tell, believe it or not. I mean, for sure, which kind of, which, which in, which kind of makes sense. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's such an attribution, a, like the attributions, the, their attribution piece, not like the ads manager attribution, but. Right, 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 oh, right, 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 right. Got it. That's that's really interesting. Huh. So we're but see. Here's the. Yeah. Go ahead. Here's the here's the 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 interesting thing, right? Like, you want to talk about single sort of truth, and this makes me sound like a complete asshole. But you want to talk about single sort of truth, and and like argue, you know, not argue, but debate the validity of uh, spending money here versus spending money there. Uh, you want to talk single sort of truth. And, and and like kill the conversation, you know, answer the conversation once and for all, just kill the channel. Don't spend it for like three months. Yeah. You want to see the actual, like, you know what I mean? Like people are like, oh, but this and that. And spend yeah. Don't spend it for three months. That's let's see what really, that. let, let's, let's see what really happens. And, but, but no one will ever do, it's not a tenable action to take. How, however, no what what people are you know what certain people are trying to demand especially the ones that want to split hairs and know exactly what's getting attributed where there's a reason why attribution models there isn't one standardized one because of the fact like no one can agree on this stuff no one you just can't. some people some people believe it's first touch some people believe it's last touch some people believe, i forget what the u-shaped one is called where the first touch and last touch get equal amount at the highest and then uh, it's a time decay to Time decay. Uh, no, time decay goes the other way, um, uh, and then there's and then there's linear attribution. Uh, like you know, I forget all the different names, but there are so many different models that you can apply, and they're all very situational. 
Uh, yep. Meanwhile, you have these people that want to have these conversations around um, around sort of the truth, which I completely understand. I'm not I'm not like you know um, trying to to uh, to diminish why they want that, but it becomes a very difficult conversation to have. Um, it does, for sure, and I yeah, I'd it's rather focus the level, on the larger picture. Yeah, and it's definitely the level of brand they're at. So I mean, I've sat on calls with for one agency I consult with on some stuff I've sat on with the top, top 50 brands probably in the world on calls, you know, massive brands, stuff we use every day and they don't even look yeah. at that kind of stuff, you know, they don't, they don't. So it really depends. Like I think once a brand starts getting to having cash flow issues and stuff like this other one I'm talking about, I mean, as soon as we did that email, so that I was talking about, you know, he emailed us and he's like, "Why well, right, I'm shutting off all traffic. Look at this. We sent one email and we got all these sales. And it's like, buddy, love you to death. But oh. you know where all this traffic come from? Like, it doesn't appear out of thin air. Like, slow down. <laughs> let's pull the report and let us show you that like half of your purchase were new purchasers from this stuff, you know? So it's it's really about education with the client and, and you know, understanding it. And I always tell even the clients like, just so you know, this shit isn't accurate. And if you can create something that will be accurate, you will probably be one of the richest people in the world because there is nothing out there that exists. Analytics yeah. is wrong. I don't care what people say. Analytics will never be right, depending on what you're looking at it for, because nobody is single click anything anymore. It doesn't, I mean, it does not exist unless your offer is so fucking juicy that they just have to click buy right now. It, there is nothing. You yeah. are going to be, it's going to be wrong. For sure. Um, I, I, I completely, I completely agree. It, it's such a, um, it's such a nebulous conversation. And the question I always come back to is, uh, if your cash flow is doing great and you're profitable, then let the team play. Yeah. If the numbers back out on each platform and, and net at the end of the day, the, the scoreboard, you're doing good. Let the team yeah. keep playing. Right. And then, right. and then assess accordingly, absolutely assess accordingly. Um, and then start looking at your in, in terms of generalities, but yeah, and I love the people that are, you know, so like he is so into it, like he wants it to be so, so exact and I get it, you know, he wants to run a profitable business and, and I commend him for that. And I, you know, I, he's an amazing person, but it's just, you can't, you can't get to that level of detail with the way technology has changed, especially in the last few years with all of these people blocking cookies and you know cross device conversions like i don't even know if half of this stuff even tracks especially with facebook's you know yeah. now facebook being so far like i don't know if you've been reading a lot but like most people are complaining that facebook is only attributing like 50 percent of sales or whatever you know a lot of people are saying that it's off it's off it's so delayed it's so delayed it's really hard it is it is i mean you know it, it's um it's a, it's a, it's a, it really is like a chasing rabbits down rabbit holes kind of conversation. You can just end up right back where you started at the end of the whole thing. Yep. For sure. Right. Uh, yeah. Oh, let's see what other questions we got. That question we could talk about all day. Uh, I got to click into the video and it's going to get loud for a minute. Here we go. Uh, how do you find accounts? Okay, so they actually Facebook put a thing out about this. This is a good question too. 
there was a PDF put out about account simplification. How do you find account simplification to improve your performance at scale? Ooh, what was that question? That one, you gotta, you gotta like click into the video. It's under that attribution one. It's from Camilio out of Platinum. It's an awesome question. I just saw that PDF too, and I can't, I can't remember if it was from, it might've been from Mickey, Mickey Barkmar. I think could you repeat that? Could you, could you repeat the question again? Yeah. Sorry. How do you find account simplif simplification to improve yeah. performance at scale? Or like, do you find account simplification to improve performance at a scale? Mm, yeah. To 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 get um to to get really accurate on that one, I'm gonna have to check in with the team. Like in terms of simplification, I don't know what the average is go to across like uh, the go to play for our team um i know i know having you know having conversations with our uh uh with our facebook rep absolutely that's the way that they're going um that's the way that facebook's going for sure they're just recommending simplify 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 everything they're trying to do is just like to get account simplification being the top of mind thing to do and, but also at the same time, like with that image that you shared around the learning phase, how you can go into your account overview and you can see which which ones are in the learning phase. Yep. Um, you shared that I think days ago, yesterday, something like that. Yep. Um, yeah, like there are so many there are there are so many things that uh, if you don't simplify, there's so many things that slow your your ad sets from exiting the learning phase in the first place. So again, right, that's why Facebook's like trying to do this whole like power five, keep it, keep everything really simple, keep your account structure really simple um, type situation. But but who was the one that asked the question? Uh, Camilio, I just, I'm just dropping, there's a PDF yeah. that came out from Facebook. I just dropped it in Messenger. And this is what I was talking about, about account simplification. Uh, it's uploading now. I dropped it in. Okay, cool. Messenger, Facebook Messenger. Nice. Uh, Nine. Better push the campaigns on Facebook. I think yep. it's more like yep. you said, like power power five, basically. You know. Right. Yeah. Which is you know Facebook's gonna keep they're going to keep repeating this nonstop from like power five is like their, their big, um, it's, it's almost like, like a political campaign. That's their, that's going to be their go-to slogan. It's just simplify, you know, everything media buying pretty much just turns into like a creative thing as the, as the core lever, uh, yeah. rather than trying to, you know, outsmart the, like outsmart the machine, so to speak. Yeah, my, my, my answer was try it, try it, and see what happens to your ROAS. <laughs> yeah, well, that that for sure. I mean, um, that's the thing. Like, but, there was one guy who preached Power Five really, really hard. His name was uh, he's no longer in the in the Platinum group. He's no longer in any of our groups. Uh, I won't say his name. If anybody's in Platinum, they know who he is. But he, that's all. Voldemort. He, and he swore by it. Voldemort swears by he who shall not be named Voldemort swears by uh, 
You heard it here first, Voldemort swears by power five. <laughs> I can't remember the name. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like simp simplifying is gonna is gonna anyone that I don't know, like for us at least, like every single conversation we have, review conversation we have with with our rep, it's always yep. Hey, so uh, don't forget to simplify auto automatic placements. Do you use uh, all automatic? automatic Let, let's talk about that actually, because this question comes up a lot, and so obviously you can go and you can do breakdowns. You can see like age group that's purchasing, gender, what placements are doing good. So a couple questions. One, do you primarily use auto bidding or manual bidding? Two, do you use auto placement or, uh, or like selecting best converting placements? And three, when you start to narrow that stuff down, do you see it performing worse or better? Because we use mostly auto. We use manual, but not at scale. And we use it more for like kind of just trying to get really, really good high ROAS. And when we seem to narrow stuff down, like even if we have 100,000 spent on the month and we know that 25 to 44 is hot, all women on this placement, you narrow it to that and your ROAS is just 10 times worse. And what about your what about your soft metrics leading up to that ROAS? Like where are you seeing the, um, where are you getting hit? Is it because your CPMs go through the roof or? No, or I mean, we're just like trying to, we're just trying to get better ROAS and just put money into better what's working. You know, I mean, Facebook does a pretty good job, in my opinion, on shifting the budget to what's working. We've caught it a couple times on some accounts where clients will hit us up and they're like, oh, our account's gone to shit. And we'll actually go on and start looking. And sometimes when they make algorithmic shifts for a while, it, like if Facebook, we've caught it a couple times, like if Instagram converts way better, Usually just by running auto, it will run most of the budget to Instagram and, and find those people. But we have found it a few times where once we start breaking it down and there's been like some updates, they actually shifted it back to Facebook, which historically doesn't convert as well. But yeah. anytime that anytime that we've started narrowing stuff, it just does does worse. And my my always thing is like it's probably just picking a bad pocket of that audience and you gotta dupe it like ten times to find it. But talk to us about all those three questions. Auto bid, manual bid, auto placement picking placement, narrowing your ad sets to what works best. Yeah, for sure. So um, from what I, from the recent conversation that I had, and I don't know if it, if it shifted. So if, I know for a fact, like by the time we go into, um, by the time we go to Black Friday, almost everything's gonna be manual bid. Uh, for, for just, just cause like we're, we're probably gonna be doing manual bid and very likely gonna be doing manual bid plus accelerated delivery just so that we can actually just get the most out of Black Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on a on a on a day-to-day -day evergreen type situation, I would say auto or manual will depend on uh, just the type of restrictions and constraints that the clients have. Some of them are, you know, some of them are like, we're happy to break even on the front end. We just want to keep growing. We just want to keep scaling it. We'll then have to apply a different kind of thing where some other ones are very even ad spend sensitive. Mm -hmm. So we then have to apply like something else there. So auto or, auto or manual. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, what do you like for your bid cap? Are you using bid cap mostly for your manual? Mm. Yeah, from uh, essentially bid cap, like going to Black Friday, most of it's going to be bid cap. And do you use, how do you, not Black Friday, but just evergreen. How do you choose where to start with your bid cap? 1x your per your average CPA, 2x your average CPA. 
Yeah. So um, if the way that, and I'm going to, I'm going to have to ping this, this would actually be a really good uh, kind of lock and load conversation for our next call. Uh, probably before I go on vacay, but I'm going to ping Luke and then our head media buyer and then come back with uh, like a bunch of like our internal best practice go-to plays around those types of questions. At least that way I can come back and, and give you like across most of our accounts, this is what we're running. Um, and because and, and at least that way, at least that way it's, um, it's going to be verified by the team as well. Okay. All right, so because yeah, by by the time by the time we get to by the time we get to that point, like right now we have, what is it like? How many pods do we have? Man, eight. Mm -hmm. Holy shit! Eight pods. Uh, so we've got yeah, so we we have like eight pods, so eight eight different eight different teams, and within those they have their own little you know each have their own umbrella of clients, mm -hmm. so what the what the go-to is versus what situationally they're doing um i don't get to marry up a lot so let me let me do homework on that one send me through um so whether it's auto or manual uh whether we're using is it like what did you ask whether you were using like dynamic creative no auto bid manual bid are using auto placement or manual placement and what happens auto when placement, start, placement. When, what happens when you guys start historically across when we start to like zero in yeah, when yeah. you start to zero in, you know what usually happens. Yeah, for sure. Let me uh, let me do homework on that one, uh, and let's run through that. Let's geek out on the uh, on the next call because okay. I think that's gonna be that's gonna be super awesome to um, to actually have some verif like my team verify what we're doing as well. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. All right. Let's check out what else we got here. We're running out of time, but. Uh... Uh... UFC. I saw one at the very start. What was it? Uh, how does your team hire potential? How does your team handle potential clients that are tire kickers? Not sure. Thinking about it. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, Do you have like, a minimum ad spend per client? How many days after signing does it take to get your team your team to get going? Okay. Um, uh, for us, for us, it's really simple because we. <clears throat> Like Beck, who's uh, our head of client operations, she has to allocate clients um, to teams. So we have a really simple 48-hour. After you're done with the call, if, if we send a proposal, it, it, if it's 48 hours, the, the proposal expires after 48 hours because we can't afford to hold down a team for that long to just wait for someone to decide whether they want to sign or not. They, If within 48 hours they don't sign, then um, they get reallocated to uh that team opens up again the soft hold disappears um do we have a minimum ads minimum ad spend per client we look at ad spend as a function of average order value so uh whatever the multiple of the average order value is but you know <clears throat> um even at that eight to ten k range if we can make them if we can make those ones work for sure we've gone down as low as like seven k spend you know, because because uh, one that there there are then conversations to be able to ramp that up after a certain amount of time. Yep. For example, that's always a really big one for us. Uh, and then how many days after signing does it take to get your team going? So we have two different dates. We have a signing date, obviously, and we have a commencement date. 
So we typically commence on a fresh week. We never, almost never like sign today, get going tomorrow. Um, mainly because when you're running it at the scale that we're running it, not that, that it's a yes, we all know, not everyone signed, not everyone gets sent the proposal today, signs today. They might get a proposal day, sign and like get it on Monday, sign on Thursday. Uh, not, and our team's not just sitting there being like, can't wait to start. Oh, Thursday. All right, here we go. They're doing other things as well. So we always budget for um, the fresh week out. Mm -hmm. That makes life um that makes life super easy that way. Yeah, that uh, makes sense for sure. Uh, anything else we can cover real quick? When are you leaving tomorrow for your vacation or today? Nah, no, dude. I leave on the twenty seventh. I got oh I, I land we the we okay, I read that wrong. no so we, we yeah we get back on we get back on on the thirteenth. Um, yeah, we we get to we get into Orlando on Thanksgiving Day. Mm. <clears throat> which is just gonna be funny uh my kids have been bugging me to go to that place but my wife says they're too young uh oh, for real? Uh, yeah well Dude, I, man all four that's gonna be expensive bro i'm not worried about expensive i'm just worried about the shit show that's gonna incur <laughs> oh yeah I mean, taking I four think, kids I think, man. I think there's an actual uh instagram account where it's just like shitty parents at Disney World or something or shitty parents at Disneyland and you see all these like kids in the like family photos kids in the foreground having the best day of their lives and dad's just being like oh this sucks mm -hmm. yeah well let's uh let's do it when you get back let's uh schedule something up since we've been doing everything yeah for sure we uh, we can uh but we can we can squeeze one in we can squeeze one in pre pre black friday as well um if we want to just do a follow-up oh, with all those sure. auto bid manual bid type questions yeah let's let's do one that because black friday and then do it so yeah and then we can do like a christmas we can do like a christmas special one i'll i'll wear my my santa's helper's hat okay when i'm when i'm back and we can do one we can do one then yeah let's let's play are you guys, are you guys gearing up for are you guys gearing up with your clients for christmas already as well uh like, all, like locked and loaded not really uh i would say no we're like still focused on the still focused on black friday right now yeah i got it and to any to anyone watching that deals with client hell even if you're not dealing with clients like get all your black get all your black friday shit like locked and loaded like the homework is to get it done by like next wednesday because as we all remember from last year i think facebook went down for like yeah i think on the day remember like it was on the day and then facebook went yeah. down for like half the day and everyone's just like you see all these facebook groups as of people just commiserating yeah i remember that it was like a big old shit show yeah. it was so we're you know we're making sure all of like our team has everything uploaded ready to go um like well, at least seven days out and it's kind even of today like, even go ahead so what do you say I don't know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, even even this week, it's been horrible trying to get into ad manager. Yeah, it's been bad. They must be getting ready or something. It was down yesterday, even. But totally. Sometimes I wonder if it's just like one engineer sitting like in this really dark room, like a really fat guy with like <laughs> potato chip crumbs on his shirt, is being like, you know what I'll do today? I'll just fuck with him, and he just hits one button just to fuck with people. And then like turns it back on again and they all laugh like in the office yeah <laughs> did you see um you know ken moskowitz don't you 
had not the name before. At, at zombies, yes. That's yeah, did you see his video? No. Yeah, you should. should I? I'll t yeah, I'll, I'll tag you in the post and platinum. It's pretty good. Yeah. His I'm ad account got shut down. Get out of town. He did like a letter to Zuckerberg. Awesome. Yeah, I'll tag you in. Yeah, do it. Do it. All right, brother. What's well, uh, plan for like? Let me know on like that week of if you want to do Tuesday the day before you leave or what. Uh, yes, sir. Go figure we'll it out. Okay. Yeah, we'll, uh, I'll do. I'll do. Uh, I'll do a Facebook message and we'll we'll, we'll we'll talk. Okay, sounds good. Beautiful, right. dude. Right. Good seeing you as always, man. You too. Later, buddy. Later, bro.